Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Creeps, Creatures, and Haunts. Oh, my. In today's episode, we will be talking about Mothman. Um, now, we've mentioned Mothman in other videos, like when we did our video on the Men in Black. So we will kind of mention that a little bit, but we won't be focusing on that aspect. But I guess I didn't realize oh, there's so much, and then we're not going to talk about all of it, but there's a lot more to the sightings and... Um, just, uh, the depth of which they go. Um, then I guess I originally realized until really starting to look in, looking into this for doing this episode. So, if you're a fan of all things Mothman, then you'll probably, uh, enjoy this episode. We've been trying to do more popular things lately, just to try and, like, you know, get more people to, like, be able to view and listen to the podcast. We will probably be doing some more obscure stuff as well in the future, so it's not always going to be, like, the more popular things, but, uh, Mothman is kind of a personal favorite of mine. I've always found it fascinating since I was a wee tot and first found out about it. Um, we have not been to Point Pleasant, but we really want to get there. Hopefully like this spring or summer, or maybe we'll go for the festival. Well, that's what I like, but the festival's in the fall, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, which just sucks because like, you know, yeah. me and Kim always have so many things in the fall because we do haunt talk, if you're unaware. <laughs> that's one of the biggest things on our channel, so we go to different haunted houses and review them and whatnot. So... But man, what I really like to go to this festival, like it looks like so much fun. And we'll be talking more about Point Pleasant and like how into the Mothman that they are. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it, it's really something, it's really something else. There's a statue and a museum. Yeah. And a bunch of other stuff there. It's a bunch it's of other stuff. kind of crazy. Oh yeah. So we'll talk a little more about that when we get into it here. Um, some free things before the episode begins as we've been you know telling everyone if you're listening to it make sure you leave us that review on apple podcast at least i think spotify said they're going to be starting uh to allow reviews soon so if you're listening to us in the future and spotify allows that you should leave us a review that would be awesome helps us uh in this like come up when people search and five stuff star. like that in apple podcast yeah give us a five star also type something in there that's nice that's cool too yeah. we also have a merch line now if you want our logo on some t-shirts um, or mugs or whatever. I don't think we have wine glasses on there yet because they don't allow, they don't have that on there yet. But I think there's like etched glasses. But yeah, if you want like shirts or hoodies or like a tote bag, whatever, we have all kinds of stuff on the merch store. That's in the links. If you want to join a Patreon to help support us, that's there. You can also be like the YouTube channel member. It's like five bucks a month. And you get special badges and emotes, all of that kind of stuff. It's greatly appreciated and helps us out a lot. Um, but yeah, that being said, I suppose we will start talking about this thing, um, kind of going from the origins of it into like, you know, more of the recent stuff. I have, um, a fair amount of things, uh, for us to basically just be yammering on about here. So let's talk about Moth Boy. Moth Boy. Um, so the first time he was ever sighted was in 1966. He is depicted as, the color I guess varies, but it's usually a gray to brown color, but everyone agrees that he's 6 to 8 feet tall with an 8 to 15 foot wingspan. So that's very large. Also, hilarious note, um, and if I can, I'll, I'll insert a picture here if you're watching video form. The statue for Mothman in Point Pleasant is hilarious. <laughs> like, he's ripped. Oh, Yeah. He, oh, yeah. He's ripped, and he has a nice ass. Like, a nice, supple ass. But his wings are weird. Like, his wings yeah. are like butterfly wings. It's kind of weird. And, like, he looks just like a man with wings on it, honestly. Yeah. But, like, the descriptions just basically describe him, and I'll get more into it, but is not even having a neck. Like, yeah. he's kind of like a moth. He's like, his like, face he's is, like, on his chest. Well, because, like, yeah, he's like a moth, and moths yeah. usually are just... 
a tube with wings. Right. Yeah. Which, yeah, I just found that interesting. Like, the statue is not really an accurate representation of any eyewitness accounts. Yeah. Which I find kind of hilarious. Artistic license, I guess. Yeah, and of course, his red glowing eyes is a pretty big thing that everyone agrees on, is seeing that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll get back in. I'll get more into that in a minute. But so the first time he was actually seen, which I said was in 1966, um, he was seen at an old World War II testing facility um, where they used to do explosives and stuff like that. So it was obviously a defunct facility at the time. Um, Steve Millett, Roger Scarberry, Mary Millett, and Linda Scarberry, so you know these are couples, were driving through the TNT area when the two saw a figure at the entrance of the TNT plant. So the couples, they saw the, the figure there. At first they just thought it was a man, but then noticed it did not have any arms or a head. So again, the, the statue shows it having a clear head attached to a neck with arms, and it does not, <laughs> according to them at least. Um, and they're the original ones that saw it, so. Yeah. They then took off in their cars after seeing the creature, as, as you do. However, as they were driving towards Highway 62, they saw the Mothman in front of them, and I guess he, like, took off into the air, and they floored it. Um, they got up to, I guess, like, 100 miles an hour, and Mothman was keeping up with their car and supposedly, like, scraping at the top as well. So this thing can fly, and it can fly fast, uh, according to them. Once they got closer to the town, however, it basically did let up and, you know, wasn't bothering them anymore. Um, su surprisingly, uh, you know, the story can be a little bit different than others. They actually, they decided to return later on that night to see if they, if they could see it again. Now, if something was clawing at the top of my car, like clawing at the roof of it, I don't know if I would drive back to yeah, see. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, hey, let's go check out that dude. Maybe, you know. Because apparently they thought, they stated that they thought about going to authorities then, but they were like... I don't know, like, maybe we're just crazy, basically. Yeah, maybe so, it's just a joke or something. So, Let's like, go we're, so we're going to go check it out. Um, uh, when they returned, they actually did see it again. This time he was stumbling around in a small pasture, um, is what they said. Did not chase him this time, but then they did leave, and they went directly to Mason County Court um, House to file a report. Millard Halstead, um, who's the deputy, so Deputy Halstead, took the report and he knew them. He knew them personally, and he actually did believe them as like their their statement being honest and not basically a hoax. Um, and the handwritten report that he made is actually on display in the museum um, ah. at Point Pleasant. I think that would be kind of cool to see. Yeah. To see like the handwritten report of the very first ever report of Mothman. Because if you know anything about Mothman, there are now a lot yeah. of um, reports over the years. They returned with the deputy, actually, to the site. Um, they did not see Mothman, but they did see evidence, like hoof prints, um, weird, like, dust spots, I guess, like, where he was. I don't really know why, but yeah, I guess it was, like, dusty where he was or something. <laughs> I mean, moths are dusty, I don't know. Um, and they also heard strange shadows and noises. So that's kind of interesting, too. So they're saying, you know, that they heard strange shadows and noises, but not Mothman. So maybe Mothman was, like, roaming in the shadows or something? Maybe. I know one of the big things is that they always say that it's a, uh, a sign that something bad is going to happen. Oh, yeah. Um, Linda, and this, yeah, Linda Scarberry, 
Scarsberry, I'm not really sure I see your last name, I think it's Scarberry, was treated for shock and claimed she had gotten weird phone calls and visits from the Men in Black who would intimidate her. Now, if you want to know more about the Men in Black, again, you can go listen to or watch um, that episode that we did. Um, it was last year or sometime that we did the whole episode on the Men in Black. Mm-hmm. But they were tied to this event a fair amount. They kind of antagonized people of Point Pleasant a fair amount during this time frame. The morning after the Mothman sighting, the the Mason County Sheriff, George Johnson, held a press conference, and after that, the story started getting popular. The term Mothman was actually dubbed by the public because of the immense popularity of Batman at the time. So obviously these people didn't just go to the, go in and report, like, we saw Mothman. Like, there wasn't a name for it. it was yeah. like, we saw we this saw, weird creature. We saw this thing that looked kind of <clears throat> like a moth and a man. They probably were like, ooh, a Mothman. Right, yeah. Because, I mean, like, it did kind of, you know, well, I think there's, like, the description with, like, the head basically being part of the chest and that, like, yeah. it sounds mothy. <laughs> <laughs> um sightings began to escalate um police actually estimate over it was actually um over it was a thousand people were looking for a mothman until midnight each night during this time frame um which which seems insane that that many people for that time because this is before obviously it's the 60s before like ghost hunting shows and stuff like that people are so enthralled by the sightings and i mean let's also put in perspective that point pleasant's a pretty small town yeah there's not a whole lot going on there right um so like all these people are looking like you have to imagine like you know we i I live in a small town you know and it's just kind of like when something like that happens you kind of want to be a part of it because you're like well life's not super interesting here and especially not in the 60s so people are like well we're gonna go look for mothman what else do we have to do tonight let's go let's go try and find this creature this cryptid if you will um that people are talking about Uh, Marcel Bennett and her family also encountered Mothman, stating he was just chilling when they saw him. He was basically just, like, leading. I forget. I think he was just, like, basically standing there. Didn't really do much or anything. But they also described him as um, the head and the neck were, you know, basically just one. So, you know, his head was just part of the body. So it kind of um, coincides what the others were saying. But And she also suffered from paranoia and anxiety after seeing it. She said she could feel his presence and develop the ability to have visions and other psychic abilities after seeing it. Um, this is fairly popular from other witnesses who have seen Mothman. They claim to get premonitions and stuff like that. That yeah. entire questionable movie um, with Richard Gere in it. Oh, yeah, um, Mothman The Mothman Prophecy, prophecy is yeah. based around that statement, basically, that yeah. people would yeah, start to like have like psychic abilities after seeing this thing. Um, so, I mean, you know, now there's, there's a whole bunch of theories in what Mothman is, of course. So, like, some people think because of the fact he was in a facility that did dabble with radiation and stuff, that maybe he was a mutant. Yeah. Um, but then this, people are like, well, maybe he's, like, an alien or maybe even, like, an interdimensional being because now people, like, if he's just a mutant, like, why would he basically bestow upon you the gift of psychic ability? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um... The sightings around Point Pleasant stopped after the collapse of the Silver Bridge on December 15, 1967. Many eyewitnesses said that they got a sense of impending doom and tragedy when they saw Mothman. Some claimed to have seen Mothman on the bridge shortly before it collapsed. 46 people died, and it, was, it still has been, um, to this day, the worst bridge disaster in U.S. history. Um, so, I mean, you know, like I said, some people even, like, stated that they saw Mothman on this bridge, and this is what the movie, what Mothman Prophecies is about, is, like, he's getting, like, visions of this bridge disaster 
happening. Oh, I do. Okay. It's been a long time since yeah. I've seen that movie, but that's yeah, basically only bits and pieces. Of it. But that's basically the premise of it. Um, <clears throat> is you know that Richard Gere's character is getting these premonitions because I don't remember if he came in contact with Mothman or not. Again, it's been a long time since I've seen the movie, but that's what it's based off of. Um, there was another bridge collapse actually in 2007 that's been linked to Mothman. The I-35 West Mississippi River Bridge, what a name, in Minnesota. Um, and leading up to the collapse of that bridge, there were numerous reports um, and sightings of Mothman. It buckled, that bridge up, it buckled during rush hour, very similar in the way that the Silver Bridge collapsed. Only 13 died, I mean, that's still a lot, but 13 died and 145 were injured. Most eyewitnesses to the Mothman during this time came forth after the collapse, claiming they hadn't spoke up before for fear of being ridiculed. Ridiculed, And one woman stated that she saw Mothman actually on the bridge as well, just kind of like Point Pleasant. So, I mean, it's interesting to me, you know, that so many people came forth after that bridge collapsed. Wow. Because it's just like, did they see it? Or, you know, is it people kind of like, when tragedy happens, they're trying to put a blame on it because that's yeah. just, we're trying to rational something. So, like, that's the same reason, like, we blame a god or something like that bad when it happens. Like, you know, it could be a similar type of situation, obviously, with Point Pleasant. Like, you have this group of kids that saw whatever it is they saw. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you start having all these other people, like, see it. Yeah. And then this bridge tragedy happens. But it is interesting that... After the bridge tragedy happened, Mothman wasn't really sighted again for quite some time. Mm -hmm. Um, It just kind of went silent. And that's what's kind of interesting to me. It's like, I wouldn't call most of anything about the Mothman a hoax, but some of it definitely can be like boiled down to possible mass hysteria. Yeah. And people like, you kind of might see something or hear something weird. And then if something kind of slightly correlates it, your brain might go like, oh, well, it must have been Mothman that I saw or heard. And then, you know, human beings do their human being things and kind of spiral the story, and it turns into something completely different. Something interesting that I personally have never heard of um, was that, you know, well, Mothman, I guess, is like, there's been examples of him throughout the world, not just the United States. In Germany, there's a creature um, that goes by the name of the Freiburg Schrieker. Um, in 1978, some miners were trying to enter the mine when a large winged creature, and there's like four of them, I think it was, blocked the path and made horrible screeching noises. As stated by one of the men, it sounded like 50 men screaming at once combined with the sound of a train's emergency brakes. So it didn't sound great. <laughs> the miners fled, but they still like stayed in the vicinity. An hour later, the mine was rocked by an explosion, which caused it to collapse. If they had been in there, they all would have died. Oh, wow. So that's kind of another thing, you know, where he's almost like this harbinger of doom, yeah. almost like trying to warn. He's preventing them from right. dying. That's cool. <laughs> However, even though they were essentially saved by the Shrieker, months later, almost a third of the men developed serious mental disorders, not uncommon with many other people, again, that have witnessed Mothman. Because oh, that's kind of like the thing. You either, like, become psychic or you become, like, paranoid (laughs) yeah and like super anxious all the time or both wow Um, yeah were and then all over the world there were basically countless sightings um until about 1994 and then things went quiet for a while and then so like the next thing i think after 1994 would have been in 2007 when i you know i said about the the mississippi river bridge collapsing Mm -hmm. um and interesting enough too in japan of 2011 that earthquake 
and following tsunami from the subsequent Fukushima nuclear plant disaster um, is supposedly also associated with, with Mothman. Oh, wow. Days um, days after reports started spreading from locals, um, so like days after it had and re- happened, reports started spreading from locals of a Mothman-like creature being spotted around the area, actually like, I think bef- uh, may, most of these sightings it sounds like was before the explosion happened, but again, like the last bridge, like people really didn't talk about it, and then like after the explosion happened, there started being like talk between people, like, well actually, yeah, we saw that thing too, but one report claimed um, that there was a group of four friends, and when they were out looking at the area, this again was before that the nuclear power plant actually um, exploded, they were looking into the effect of the nuclear power plant's waste heat on nearby env- on the nearby environment. Um, they heard, like, the group was out there, and they heard, like, these horrible scratching sounds, and they noticed that basically they saw um, the, the creature, the Mothman, I guess, if you will, sitting on top of the power plant, and once they kind of, like, looked at it for a while, it flew directly over them, um, and this was two weeks before the meltdown, all of them claimed to have had a terrible sense of dread as it actually flew above them. So, I mean, you know, this isn't a bridge, but still, they's like seeing this thing in the area where something bad happened in the, in the coming weeks. Uh, in 2016, someone claimed to have taken a photo of Mothman, but it was not convincing at all. Um, it was it kind of went viral there. It's if I can find the picture, I'll put it in. But it's real stupid looking. It's been shown in a couple of the ghost shows. It's more <laughs> unlikely just a hoax. But an outbreak of sightings started happening in Chicago. Actually, like a lot of sightings in Chicago between April 7th, 2017, and July 29th, 2017. There were over 20 reports of a winged humanoid, almost always at night. Um, near the water. Altogether, there's 55 different reports in 2017, though, of seeing this, like, winged creature. And they actually had some of these people on, it was a fairly recent episode of, what's that show with Josh Gates as well that we we like? Uh, Expedition, Unknown, and X. I think it's X is the new one that's on Discovery. Yeah. Plus, but they went, and if you remember, like, the, the guy literally has like this flapping creature. He like thought it was like he saw this thing by a plane, and it was like this giant creature with wings like mm. flying. And another person saw him, like one of like the skyscrapers in Chicago, just sitting up top of there like it was a gargoyle before it like flew away. Yeah. Um, I don't think anything bad's happened in Chicago. I mean, that was back in 2017, so maybe yeah. it gave someone like the psychic visions, and people actually listened. I don't know. Maybe. But yeah. Um, and, you know, still, there's still been quite a few, um, reports. I know there were some I read about, like, that even happened as, like, late as, like, 20, or as early, or, yeah, recent as 2020. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of theories on what Mothman might be, because I was even, like, reading where some people think he might be, like, a demon or an angel, because, like, back in, you know, like, historical texts and stuff, that angels, that angels and demons could basically be a harbinger of like doom and like heed warnings and you know and like bring warnings and stuff like that. So people think that Mothman could be like maybe an angel or maybe he's even a demon of of some sort. Which I guess that would fall into the category of interdimensional being. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, like some skeptics say that they really think that people are just like confusing an owl or a sandhill crane because sandhill cranes do have like a really huge wingspan i guess oh but, yeah they're really big and like al's eyes like do glow red if you shine a light on it and the one girl herself even stated that like his eyes were only red like when the lights hit it but still like there's no way you're going to mistake something eight feet tall like nothing else is that tall like that yeah <clears throat> wingspan maybe but like flying like a man-sized creature 
flying around and scraping at your roof, like, it either happened or it didn't, something like yeah. that. You know what I mean? It either <laughs> happened or it's just a lie. There's no mistaking an hour or something for, especially the first account. Sure, yeah. maybe some of the hysteria accounts after the press released it, mm-hmm. sure, some of that could have been baloney. Like, people might have, because there's a lot of reports of just seeing red eyes out of people's windows. Okay, maybe that was an hour. Who knows? But, yeah. like, the, the original report here... I don't think there's any way, like I said, it's either completely fake or something crazy happened. It's, it's one <laughs> of the two, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I definitely have to agree with that because it just seems like way too many people have seen the same thing without having known like what the other person had seen. And it just seems like there's got to be something to it. Yeah, yeah, I, I would really think so. Now... As we were talking about earlier, again, Point Pleasant is a small little town, you know, and there's not lots of reasons to go there. Um, well, now there is because there's Mothman stuff. Mothman. There's the festival, like Kim said, and they, they really ham it up. And I mean, why wouldn't you? Just like the, I forget what the name of the place is that like really hams up Bigfoot. Um, something Creek. I can't think of it now. Oh. Yeah. Comment below the name of it. Yeah, there's an entire movie that I own that's based about it, which is a really oh, cool movie. Willow Creek. Willow Creek, I think. Yeah. yeah, that's the real name of it. But that's what the the fake documentary that Bobcat Goldthwait made, mm-hmm. which is actually a really good fan footage really film. Good. It's really underrated. You should watch it. It's a real freaky. If you're into like Blair Witch and stuff, mm-hmm. um, you should watch this movie. It's like I said, there's not a lot of action. It's real low budget, but I think it makes it more believable. Yeah. But they go to some of those places because like some of the people that are being interviewed in that. So now I'm tangent on like the bis- Bigfoot thing, but a lot of people that um, were being interviewed didn't know it was like a fake documentary because mm-hmm. like parts of it are real, like because that was the whole thing is they're going there to make a little fun documentary. Yeah. And so they are actually interviewing people with real Bigfoot encounters, but then like at the end, like that part's, you know, it, it's fictional. Yeah. But anyways, um, <laughs> this, they kind of have a similar thing as that town where there's even a cafe that sells, um, I think there's like little chocolate balls called like Mothman droppings. They have like Mothman cookies. There's the Mothman Museum. They have the whole festival. I mean, a giant statue, a giant statue, eight yeah. foot statue that sits in the middle of the town. <laughs> like they really really are using Mothman as, like, a draw into their, mm-hmm. you know, little town. Um, there's a place in Cleveland that actually has um, Santa Mothman. During the holiday season, you can have your photo taken with Santa Mothman. And it is, it's it's basically very close to what the actual description of Mothman is, where it's that just, like, that no-neck blobby thing with black it's like all black and then it's got the red beady eyes and stuff and then they just pop a santa hat on it It, but it's like a person in the costume it's funny kind of funny yeah it's amazing how i would say mothman has to be like right up there with bigfoot it's like you know but bigfoot loch ness monster mothman they're some of the most popular cryptids but mothman i just feel is a little bit more interesting than those because like bigfoot's Mm -hmm. just a smelly thing in the woods and the nessie is like maybe a dinosaur (laughs) That's in a lake. Yeah. But this thing, like, who knows what it is? I mean, Yeah, and it's been, like, all over the place, whereas, and like... And so, like, I believe there has to be at least some truth to this thing in mm-hmm. some way or another, because so many people have seen it. There's been, like, many correlations with, like, the two different bridges and then the power plant. Among... There's other things out there you can find as well, you know. Um, we're just, like, giving examples here of some of the more popular things. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, I'm sure, again, that not all of it... Not all of the millions, thousands, whatever accounts are correct or true. But if even a couple of them are, what is this thing? Yeah. I'm kind of more in the camp that it is kind of like some interdimensional being. 
But because that was another thing that I'm point pleasant though, I guess, is that um, during the time like there was UFO sightings, um, and that and that a lot. Like during that time frame, there's UFO sightings. There was actually I think I skipped over that part that I had. Um, where is it? Oh uh, yeah, paranormal things were documented in the whole town. Um, interrupted interrupted police dispatches, malfunctioning electrical appliances, doors opening and closing by themselves, increased UFO sightings, malfunctioning cars. And this was the entire town, oh, not wow. just like one person. So it's kind of like you know, maybe again mass hysteria. Like these things just happen, and then people were just like Mothman. Mm-hmm. You know, like maybe not UFO sightings, but I guess you could mistake things as UFOs. But it's kind of weird yeah. that all this stuff is correlated to it. Um, there's also people that have stated that after seeing Mothman, like they basically would like see things in their house moving around and stuff. Like, you know, you see Mothman, then paranormal stuff like follows you home basically. Hmm. Um, so yeah, so I mean, if I'm taking any of this as truth, my theory would be, yeah, he's some kind of weird interdimensional being. I don't think he's a mutant. That doesn't seem to make sense. Because no. he kind of just seems to exist when he needs to exist. Yeah, like he just pops in and says, hey, bad shit's going to happen, so, yeah, and maybe, then he disappears. So maybe it is like some kind of like angel slash demon slash this otherworldly creature. Mm-hmm. I really don't know if I believe in angels and demons necessarily, um, but yeah, some otherworldly creature that exists outside of what we know of time and is trying to like warn humans of things to come. Yeah. Maybe. Again, again, who knows? I think it's funny this thing is so popular that there's a recent video game that I was playing called Shimigami Tensei Five, and it's kind of like this game if you don't play video games at all, but you can similar to like Pokemon but with demons. And Mothman's <laughs> one of the like creatures you can catch and like fight with and stuff. And I just really? think that's that's funny. Uh-huh. This is like a Japanese made game too, but uh-huh. what I mean, obviously he's in Japan culture because um, yeah, Mothman's not exclusive to the U.S. And I didn't really know that other countries had really reported seeing yeah no Mothman either. I didn't realize that. Um, I'm sure there's other cool Mothman stories too. If there's any like, cool Mothman stories we didn't cover, you know, let us know. Maybe you're a viewer and you were searching Mothman because you've had your own Mothman experience. Let us know about it, you know. Yeah. If you don't want to like comment it, uh, if you're watching the YouTube video, you know, you don't have to. But we always have all of our links in both the podcast um, and YouTube where you can like send us emails. You can message on Facebook, whatever you want to do. Um, yeah. If, and of course, if you like, if you like listening to us cover cryptids and stuff like that, let us know what it is, what your favorite thing that we talk about on this podcast is yeah. kind of helps us know where to like gear the content for what people like the most what they dislike yep. and all of that good stuff but i think that pretty much wraps it up from mothman i mean there's a lot more we could talk about but that's kind of the basis of it that's kind of some interesting things that i found interesting that i didn't know as well um as always make sure you like the video make sure you subscribe and also make sure you click that bell So, yep, so you don't miss any upcoming videos because YouTube does not like to notify you unless you have that on. Thank you very much for watching and or listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.